White Cloud feed to the right, back in front. White Cloud scores! White Cloud bearing down on the goal, straight down the middle. Went to the outside right for Stone. Stone tapped it right back to White Cloud. The righty rips it home. Because one hour isn't enough. We welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Eichel, nine seconds through the left circle. Number nine closing in. He scores! It's an overtime winner. Jack Eichel, two to one Golden Knights with six seconds to go. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at lbsportsnetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. And now's when I start talking because the show is on the air and we're ready to go. Was it my fault or was it Chapman's fault? Tweet me at Darren Millard or. Yeah, you'll totally. What's, totally what's your, keep uh, what's your Twitter those. handle? At Magnum 702. Come At on, you Magnum don't know 702. it? I don't know the 702 part, but I Unreal. couldn't remember the Magnum part. Uh, tweet, tweet, who's at fault here? Is it Magnum or is it me that uh, oh, I ended up on the air yes, in tweet, the last hour? Tweet Darren, please. Just, yeah. just blabbing, blabbing away. But I didn't think I was going to be on the air because there was a liner playing. There was the intro playing and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Tweet, tweet Johnny Blue checkmark. Yeah. It, yeah. It's totally my fault. It's absolutely, it's, I, absolutely, I, I, you I work all responsibility. the buttons. Yeah, I accept responsibility for that. I, I should know better. <laughs> my goodness. Chapman, we were getting along so well, weren't we? I just like, accept we, the responsibility. Like, we, 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 we've had a good run. We, we, we were due for a, for a tiff. But then we'll come back stronger from this. I, do we have to go right? outside in the next break? Is that, is that well, what you're Just like the at? last time. Yeah. Remember, we went outside. Yeah. We raised our voices. Yeah. Well, one of us did. And then people looked out their office windows, and they didn't want any part of what you and I were going yeah, through. Yeah, but, th- but then you took me to your uh, yeah, great, cup great cup party. party. And, yeah, yeah, and we had a yeah. great time there. Uh, Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, uh, Chris Chapman here on Fox Sports Las Vegas, the VGK Insider Show. Vegas back to work tomorrow, uh, two days between games. Uh, this seems like a real luxury uh, with the way things are going uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights workload to start uh, this season. Uh, so they'll have... Uh, Coming off a day off yesterday, a practice today, and then play the Pittsburgh Penguins, stop two of this four-game road trip. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow could be very interesting. It's it's a high-profile game against Sid Malkin, and Chris Letang doesn't sound like he's going to play. And we'll get more on that in just a little bit after the uh, medical situation that he underwent. Sounds good. Don't want to scare anybody, but mm-hmm. it does sound good. Uh, but it's a high-profile game tomorrow against the Penguins. Yeah, it's an important one, I think, for the Golden Knights. Now, this is a a team that's been so, so good so far this year on the road, but uh, against a Penguins team that uh, a lot of people look at as a litmus test around the league with Sidney Crosby playing as well as he's been playing so far this year, it's, it's a big game for the Golden Knights to go into Pittsburgh and get two points. Tristan Jari played last night for Pittsburgh. Not sure whether he goes back again, but Sid did score in that overtime loss against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Vegas is 8-0 and against the East. They've got that going for them. As they return to the ice today, here is Bruce Cassidy and his media availability. Bruce, it's obviously important to, in the way the schedule has gone lately to get a practice day. And like today, how, how good was it out there today? Well, it is. We needed it. It's been a pretty intense schedule. You want to button up in your details. You can go through video and talk about it, but sometimes you need to walk through it and live it and practice it. I think, you know, some of our stuff on our own end, reading the rush, some some repetition is good uh, for the guys uh, to revisit that, and hopefully it um, pays off tomorrow. Obviously, off days are big for the players to rest up their bodies, but uh, aside from an hour with Gary Lawless yesterday, uh, what's a coach do on the off day? 
Uh, he works. Uh, he goes through the game from the night before. Uh, he starts his pre-scout against Pittsburgh. He watches Pittsburgh play Carolina in this case, uh, some of it. Have a nice dinner with the coaches. We, we like to do that in the road. We get along. Uh, sort of park hockey for an hour and just uh, be, be people. Uh, so that's what I did. Anything jump out at you re-watching the Columbus game? Uh, yeah, I just thought defensively we, we lost a bit of our structure, gave them more time and space in uh, the space we don't want to typically give. So uh, sometimes you're going to have some time, that, that's hockey, but if we can control where the, the space we give them, then we'll be a lot better off. Uh, saw some good plays offensively, um, some good looks in the second period where we you know, we found some open ice, and, um, but we need to clean up that area, and obviously the power play just didn't execute very well, so we'll, we'll take a look at that tomorrow and hopefully be better in that area. What sticks out to you about Pittsburgh? Uh, it's always team speed. I've watched them. They got the elite players, the Malkins, the Crosby's. I think Latang was out last night. I don't know what's happening there, but uh, second effort team. Uh, they're never out of a game, um, and that hasn't changed. Yeah, we're past the quarter mark of the season now, and obviously the team's in pretty good standing. Well, how do you assess uh, what the team's done so far? Well, listen, our points, we're getting points, we're finding ways to win. We've won without our best game. I think there's another level our team can absolutely reach. So that's the positive and what excites me. Um, we've got to help them get there. Um, so I guess uh, all in all, uh, we're in good standing. We're in first place in our division. Uh, we found ways, like I said, to accumulate points. But parts of our game I know we need to work on to continue to get those points and get better. Um, that has slipped a little bit from maybe the start of the year. Gordon from the Vegas Golden Knights uh, PR department, communications department, also runs the social media uh, account. Uh, he is all over it today in Pittsburgh, ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights game against the Penguins uh, tomorrow night. Uh, it sounded like Bruce was trying not to laugh there, talking mm-hmm. about uh, getting cornered by Gary for an hour yesterday. Yep. Was that was I the only one that no, no, was no, trying? No, no, okay. no. You you picked up on it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Saw it in the video too. Where he's trying pretty to pretty clear he was trying not to laugh. Hmm. Yep. Well, I was trying to like where was Gary during that conversation? I don't know. You think he'd be right in there talking about it. Uh the Golden Knights uh and Bruce Cassidy getting back to the basics and you heard some of that reading off line rushes and getting back to just uh more familiar uh repetition mm-hmm. during practice today. Yeah, and I think for, you know, the Golden Knights it's been game or rest more or less right like that's what the schedule has been for the golden knights where you're just you're not getting a full-on dedicated day to go through that stuff to kind of uh re-establish some of those details so I, I, for the golden knights i would expect them to be as as sharp as they've been in the last little while because you're coming off of an opportunity to to practice those those areas of the game that coach cassie wants to emphasize uh, pittsburgh likely will not have chris letang in the lineup yeah. tomorrow and yeah. i say likely and you're going to go, what? Uh, Chris Letang suffered a stroke yesterday, uh, a second stroke uh, that uh, he's aware of. Uh, the first one was back in 2014. Uh, he suffered a migraine and told the trainers. The trainers told him to go to the hospital right away. He wasn't even aware that he had suffered a stroke. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is uh, the second time in the course of uh, his lifetime for the 35-year-old going through that. Uh, he feels fine. He was at the game last night uh, that the Penguins lost to in overtime against the Carolina Hurricanes. So he, he looks good. He addressed the team after the game. Uh, there's been no statement about when he's going to be back in the ice. He missed a couple of months the first time this happened mm-hmm. back uh, eight years ago. Uh, but I haven't heard uh, a timeline attached to it other than 
he does feel great, which is awesome. Yeah, that's, I mean, best case scenario, obviously the best news that you can mm-hmm. hope for is that he feels better, he feels good right now and is not dealing with any uh, lasting uh, circumstances from the stroke on, on Monday. Now, uh, the the timeline is, in my estimation, uh, there's no need to put one on him right now. Just let his body go through the test that he needs to go through, let him heal the way that he has to, and when he's ready to go and cleared for action, then that's the timeline. That's just what it is. There's no need to put any pressure on But this on isn't it. career-threatening. Yeah. All indications are Chris Letang plays again. Yes. And gets back to uh, a normal National Hockey League uh, participation. So uh, that that is great news. Uh, Penguins are in that battle right now. They're in a fight uh, for a playoff spot with a bunch of other teams. It is. You, you want to talk about a, a parody mm-hmm. in, in a conference? Mm-hmm. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah, the the Penguins right now holding on to a wild card spot, 26 points in 23 games, but uh, right there below them you've got the New York Rangers, the Florida Panthers, two teams that I think a lot of people expected would be in the playoff picture and they're right now. out. And they're out because you've got Detroit in, you've got New Jersey in, you've got some unfamiliar faces, the New York Islanders in right now. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to see where the Penguins are when everything kind of shakes out and what you get out of you know the Rangers and the Florida Panthers who are teams that are right there, whether or not Detroit Put has Washington in that mix too. I'm, I, you they're, might. They're healthy. You might. They're I'm getting not healthy. Going to. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not willing to go there yet. Uh, the... Eastern Conference, much different this year than a year ago. Yes. When at this stage, nothing changed. Mm-hmm. I think no. the Rangers jumped in shortly after Thanksgiving sure. last year. But it was home free, and there was a gap there between uh, the teams that were in and the teams that were out. This thing could go right down to the wire with teams like Florida, uh, teams like Washington making a push or uh, trying to get back in the mix. The Rangers, uh, can they get some some more consistent goaltending? Yeah, I, I, it'll be really interesting to see how it goes and what what that does for the fan bases of of those teams that are kind of right there in the bubble. Like I want to see a nice race um, in the in the Eastern Conference because that means that the Detroits are hanging around. That means that you've got a couple of teams there that were, you know, were kind of expected to take a step, New Jersey specifically. Now, I know they're right there at the top of the Metropolitan Division, whether or not you believe they're staying power there. or They used a trampoline. or not a, they, they didn't take a step. <laughs> they used one of those big trampolines well, to jump up. Yeah, I mean, it's a 13-game win streak trampoline, and then it's uh, getting the that win streak snapped and then going on uh, another three game heater like not bad for the New Jersey Devils as Chapman tries to contain his excitement there I listen I, I think it's great when you've got a little bit of new blood in, in there and, and the, the Devils the Islanders they, they missed last year but they've been around that that uh, the playoff picture for a while now and then you've got Detroit that that's growing and, and you know I don't know that Detroit's going to be there at the end. I think Detroit, if you're looking at a team that's going to fall out of favor, I think the Detroit Red Wings are going to be that team. But then it becomes fascinating with Pittsburgh, New York, Florida. And then, you know, I'll guess I guess I'll throw Washington in there for you. But I, one of those four teams or, or uh, you know, what's two Washington or three, out right now? They are right now. They're three points out of the playoffs. Yeah. 23 points on the year. Uh, Pittsburgh and Detroit both have 26. So they're three points out. But they've played more games than both Detroit and Pittsburgh. 
I, yeah, I'm surprised that you're so uh, off on the Washington Capitals. By the way, Ovi again sets the record last night yeah. for most goals on the road in National Hockey League history. And I can't remember. Dylan Strom uh, was the player that said it's it's like every night he scores. Mm-hmm. Every time Alexander Ovechkin scores a goal, it's a record. It's like he's he's passing something or he's doing yep. something when that puck goes in. And thankfully, they they've got a lot of pucks on hand. Sure, because every time he scores, that puck is going to the Hall of Fame or being saved in some capacity. Yeah, I I don't know why I'm so down on on the Washington Capitals. I just I think that you they're know, more in the mix than what you make it sound. They're getting healthier, sure, yeah. but I still look at the the holes of not having a Tom Wilson, of not having a Nick Backstrom. I don't think that they're going to be deep enough. I just don't like. Getting TJ Oshie back, that's great. Getting John Carlson back, that's helpful. But I, I still don't think there's enough pieces for the Washington Capitals to be a playoff team. Like, I look at Pittsburgh. I think they're more complete than the, than the Capitals are. I just do. Kind of same thing with Florida. Like, if you're looking at it compared to the other teams that are in the mix there, like, Igor Shosturkin can go on an absolute heater and the, the New York Rangers can, can rattle off 10 in a row. Like, that is absolutely something that can happen. I don't trust like, Darcy Kemper to get that hot. It's weird because the one team that you're discounting, and I'm not trying to be argumentative. I'm eh. just more curious as to why you're not in on Washington uh, compared to a Pittsburgh, uh, compared to uh, a Florida. And Florida has well, done some good things. But the Washington Capitals have the game's, what will go down in history, as the game's greatest goal scorer. And, and a guy that is producing at a pace at his age, that we've never seen before mm-hmm. in the National Hockey League? Mainly because I don't think that I don't think that you're going to be able to win with just Alex Ovechkin doing that night in and night out. I Number one, I don't know that he's going to be able to sustain the pace all year long. Like He's going to have to be the guy all year long, and, and I just don't know that he's going to be able to sustain that pace. He's doing I, what he did last year. I hear you, but I don't think it's going to be something that he's going to be able to hold on for another 60 games. Like, Why? I just don't think it's going to happen. It's, there's, it's, it's, there's this is nothing. like your Boston uh, argument. where They're you, old. They're, where, the whole team is old. Where you're saying you, it's going to... Uh, let me ask you a question. Are you banking on TJ Oshie being healthy the rest of the year? Yeah. I'm not. Uh, I don't think that he's going your to Your Boston be. argument is, I'm going to, this is you, Boston's going to fade. And you say it every year what because I said, eventually you're going to be right. What I said about Boston this year, I'm not, I'm not going to get misquoted here. What I said about Boston this year is that with all the injuries to key players, if there was ever going to be a spot where Boston was going to struggle to be a 500 team out of the gate, it was this year. You're missing McAvoy. You're missing Marchand. You're missing such key components to your team. And when they didn't do that, I said, okay, you know what? I'm wrong about the Boston Bruins. They're better than I thought they'd be. I have it written down here. Oh, I'm sure Chapman, you do. Remember? Because you put it up on the wall. You put it up on the wall. He just handed it to me. The quote was... Oh, he's writing it down Ryan right Wallace. Now. Yeah, this is Ryan Wallace. Yep. The Boston Bruins are going to drop off so much this year... Mm-hmm. That sounds like They will too. lose original six status. <laughs> yep. That's Ryan Wallace, sure. September 21st, 2022. September that, 21st. Weird. That's... That now you know dates. I know. Because now it's written down right, right in front of yeah. me. Yeah. 
Yep. Ryan Wallace says the Boston Bruins will drop off so dramatically that they will lose original six status. I think you're wrong. Oh, yeah, that's. I, I just that read happened. the quote. Yep. Right. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> Quick on your feet, Darren. Thank you. And my feet are up on the desk. I know. It's wild. Very, very casual. Uh, we got um, the Washington Capitals that you don't think will make the playoffs. Listen, what about what about Winnipeg? Who shut out Colorado the yeah. other day? And I bring up Winnipeg. It's well done. Are they a tougher team, a more difficult team than you thought? They're a better team than I thought they'd be. Okay. Now I think they're a tougher team because they had a scrap in the stands. <laughs> okay. The other night, I thought you were asking me a hockey question. My no, bad. They did you see the video? Yeah, it was rough. And there was like fifty people got their cell phones out yeah. in, in Winnipeg and yeah. recording this thing. There was some kind of scrap in the in the stands. I've seen this all over the place in a bunch of different stadiums. I've had rocks thrown at me uh, because people thought we were uh, cheering for the the wrong team, Boston, Ooh. during the Stanley Cup final in two thousand eleven. Uh, I've, I've seen bad behavior by spectators. Relax, chill out. Uh, I saw two people arguing the other night at the game uh, mm-hmm. uh, between uh, Vegas and Vancouver. The Vancouver fan could have chilled out uh, a, a little bit. Uh, I do admit that. But last night, this Colorado-Winnipeg scrap mm-hmm. was vicious yep. in Winnipeg. And then multiple people jumped in. Mm-hmm. And then the one person fell back and banged his head against the boards. Good seats, too. Too like The seats were too good to get mm-hmm. into a scrap. Sure. You should know better. Yep. Um, uh, upper deck, yeah. I can see when you're when you're uh, pouring back beers and all that kind of stuff, and you're just happy to be. But down low, like control yourself. Anyway, the impressive part about the scrap in the rink last night mm-hmm. was that both teams, during the point of the scrap, it was during a stoppage, mm-hmm. were sitting there looking and watching the scrap. Yeah. It was the reverse of what normally happens mm-hmm. where fans watch the scrap on the ice. Both teams were watching the bout. Yeah, it was it was it was a tough one to watch, to be honest. But it was um, it wasn't it was very one sided at the end. Well, gravity had mm. a big big role in that. And people getting marched out in handcuffs? Well, it's pretty clearly assault, right? No, but is like, you ever you walk up those stairs mm-hmm. in rinks. Yep. Chapman, you walk upstairs in, in stadium or rink. Yes. You need a certain amount of momentum yeah. to walk up those stairs. Sure. I use my arms to, to make everything work when you're walking up those stairs. Think about it. Mm-hmm. You're walking up the stadium stairs. You're using everything. Try putting your hands behind your back. And walk up those stairs. That'd be a that'd be a tough go. That's more that's a more difficult handcuff walk than normal. That's a weird point, but okay. Yeah, you've never been handcuffed? No. So the I'm assuming these were two Winnipeg Jet fans who who I don't know. I, I mean, don't know who game, they were. The game was in Winnipeg, but I mean like, the guy the guy that that took the worst of it was a Jets fan. Like I never yeah. understand uh, assuming both of these guys are fans of the Winnipeg Jets. How two guys I, at a game who were supporting the same team get into a fist fight? Like no, I, one, one one was definitely Colorado. Yeah, fans. it wasn't it wasn't two Jets fans. Yeah, oh. they weren't arguing over ice time for the third line, like on the same side. <laughs> they were yeah. they were two different. Supporters. Yeah, they didn't have a disagreement on the the three stars of the game. Like, oh, it wasn't one of those I got you. Yeah, yeah, I know okay. who I would have yeah. supported in that. Yeah. <laughs> a little creativity. Anyway, uh, uh, 
but you've been you, like soccer fans are notorious for being very uh, passionate. Uh, yes, and yes. that's caused all kinds of tragedy. Uh, I went to during the course of uh, that history. It's it's not that common that you see at a hockey game fans just duking it out. No, it's, you, a, it's not common, but it like soapbox for a moment. If you're going to a game, have fun. Don't fight. Like it, it, the one thing that you shouldn't do ever when you're going to a sporting event is get into a fight. It, it just it doesn't serve anybody any legitimate purpose. So just don't do it. Plus yeah. you get kicked out. Well, and, and maybe banned. Again, not serving anyone any yeah. purpose. Like I, mean, I, I I used to have San Diego Charger season tickets myself and and Doug, our our assistant program director. We went in one couple of years. And I never saw more fights at a stadium than I did at Qualcomm. And I never understood it. It's like San Diego is the most laid back, beautiful city yeah. in America. Yet for some reason, sport fans there, they Dodger games. Yeah. There was there was a fight after yeah. the Elton John concert a couple weeks ago at Dodger Stadium. It's like, uh-huh. what gets you angry about going to watch Elton John? Well, I think something happened. There's probably. I don't, there think, I don't think it had anything it, to do with Elton Chapman, John. Chapman, <laughs> when, right? you, when you have alcohol and there's there's emotions, somebody flowing. cuts off somebody yeah. else. Yeah, or, but it's it's. I mean, yeah. I parking there is not exactly no. It's easy a nightmare. To deal that's with. why that's why Dodger fans leave in like the seventh inning. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. I, I grew up in it, buddy. I know it's uh, not great. Just got a, a note. Yeah. GC saying, I remember Ryan saying that. Uh huh. The yeah, quote. Let me, let me see that text message. The quote being, "The Boston Bruins will fade okay. so much this year Chapman, they will lose get, original uh, six can status." Can you get GC on the line? Yeah. We'll come who, back who there. You go. GC. No, you know who just, GC uh, is. Just sent that on. in. Oh, okay. uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back with one timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insiders Show. We got some tickets to give away. We do, right? Uh, let's give away one set right now. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Uh, one set of tickets. To see the Golden Knights take on the Boston Bruins. Fall from grace, Boston Bruins. Oh, I don't want to be. Well, you, you already put. It's not going to happen. In, you already put words in my mouth, so why not? The Boston Bruins, it? who get to retain their status as original sixteen. Uh, yeah. Try uh, as I might to take it away was, from them. Quote was from Ryan Wallace saying they would lose status. Well, you got it 16. right there. Just I love read that it back have, verbatim. I love that you have more power than Gary Bettman. No, yeah, no, just, just read it back verbatim because you've got it right the there. The Boston Bruins will fade so badly I they will lose their accurate. status as an original 16. That was from Ryan Wallace on yeah. September 26th, 2020. Oh, September 21st. Well, my yeah, writing, you got the, you got my the writing is all mixed there, up. Five days later. Uh, let's give away those tickets. 702-876-1340. Uh, lines are lighting up right now, so I am going to go caller number 11. All right? Caller number 11. You get to see the Vegas Golden Knights against the Boston Bruins uh, when they get back from that road trip. Uh, we've got uh, some news on the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, the organization, mm-hmm. as the Golden Knights have traded Zach Hayes, defenseman, to the... Carolina Hurricanes for future considerations. Hayes is a 23-year-old, uh, played a few games last year, signed a two-year entry-level contract with Vegas in the 2021-22 season. They got a lot of depth uh, in the organization at the blue line, yep. and this does free up an NHL contract. 
Yeah. So just to get allows you a little bit of flexibility. I know the future considerations people are like, what? What happened? It's on the heels of the patch ready. Patch ready trade always puzzled me. People wondering, wow, didn't get a player back. Yeah. You you traded that salary. Yep. And you made an acquisition by signing Riley Smith. Like the, the, that that was a trade off there wow. to make sure you you were able to bring in Riley Smith. It, it wasn't just Riley Smith. It was Riley Smith and then the ability to give and extend contracts yeah. to Nick Waugh and Keegan Colasar and uh, keep all of your restricted free agents. So uh, when you look at it as out Max Pacioretty, you have to factor in what the Golden Knights were able to do with that $7 million in cap space. So we'll see with this contract. Uh, you're allowed, each team's allowed 50 NHL contracts. Yep. Uh, what they do with that may, might, might not be anything right away. Sure. But it does give you some flexibility if something does come up. Uh, former Vancouver Canuck netminer Roberto Luongo mm-hmm. is going back to the Canucks. Okay. Not to play. Didn't not to be so. part of management. Oh, well, he's retired. He's part of the Florida Panthers uh, management group. He's going to be inducted into the team's Ring of Honor next season mm-hmm. and an undetermined home game. Got it. You know why it's an undetermined home game? Because the schedule's not out. Well, there you go. <laughs> yep. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. But it's just one of those, it's it's somewhat very Vancouver. Sure. We're going we're gonna to induct, like there's no reason to announce this right now. Sure. We're going to induct wow. Roberto Luongo into the Ring of Honor. Yep. But we don't know when. Yeah, I mean, they could have just said... At some point next year, or you just didn't have next, to say anything, or just yeah. Well, that's true. You can just kind of throw that news out. How about next in the summer season? to when, try and yeah, sell a bunch of tickets? Like, yep, like there you go, flood the market. Like this is going to happen. This is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But they've lost the drop of the big news. Well, yeah. it's not like Vancouver mismanages much of anything I just these days. Think that that was weird. At an undetermined game next year, mm-hmm. uh, still on goaltending, Ilya Samsonov has been activated by the Toronto Maple Leafs. All the talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. What's their record right now? Wallace? The Toronto Maple Leafs are... Original six team. Uh, 14-5-5. Five, and five. So not losing their original six status from, you know, seven, September 27th. Um, the Yeah, the Maple Leafs, 14-5-5, five, and five, 33 points on the year, uh, and second only to the Boston Bruins, five points back of Boston. So they're 14-5-5? Five, and five? Yep. And they're five points back? Yep. Wow. Well, that's that's how it gives you an idea of uh, the Boston Bruins, who are also an original six uh, franchise. Yep. Uh, So they've got their goaltending back. Uh, Matt Murray has done really well. Really well. A lot of question marks about him uh, going in there as the starter for uh, the Maple Leafs this year. He's 5-1 on the year. Patrick Lining. Patrick Lining. Oh, come on. You do it all the time. I know. All the time. Every time. I was on the wrong screen. Every time. I'm here. I? No, you weren't. Patrick Laine is going to travel with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Didn't play uh, the other night against the Golden Knights. Uh, they're going to Winnipeg. Former Jet. Uh, I don't know whether he's going to play mm-hmm. this weekend, but he's going to travel with the team. Uh, a lot of things were really expected of Liney this year with Johnny Gaudreau, but uh, he just he's been in and out of the lineup, so he hasn't been able to find his footing. Maybe that'll get him going in the right direction. Los Angeles Kings lost last night nine eight in overtime. They yep. dominated the game to the Seattle Kraken mm-hmm. today. Juggernaut. They placed netminder. Cal Peterson 
on waivers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's had a tough year. Yeah. 868 save percentage in his first 10 appearances. They just signed him, too. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a bad look, obviously, for Cal Peterson. Um, what I find most fascinating about the response to last night's game, like Martin Jones was in for all eight Kings goals against. Jonathan Quick allowed five goals last night. And Cal Peterson actually was the statistically the best goalie in the game. Like, statistically, he allowed only four goals. But... The goals that he allowed, oh boy, goodness gracious! Um, listen, you know, during during the course of the game, though, mm-hmm. he made some fantastic saves. Yes, yeah, but it's been a struggle all it was year the long. Easy ones that yes, went in. Yes, and like you, you want the the remarkable save every now and again, but you have to get the ones you're supposed to get, and that's kind of been the biggest thing with Cal Peterson. Um, Listen, I, I certainly don't think anyone's going to take him at $5 million AAV for the next two years. Um, so the only thing that you can do right now if you're the LA Kings in the organization is you, you you reassign him to the AHL. You hope that he refines his game and that you can bring him back up with, with a little bit of confidence later. It just it, it hasn't worked for Cal Peterson as a full-time starter. Now, their hasn't. goalie coach is a whisperer there. Like I put him right up there with Tron Burke. Uh, we got uh, Bill Ranford there. Mm-hmm. This is unusual for the Los Angeles Kings to have goaltending trouble. They've been really deep. They've they've sent a bunch of guys around the league. Yep. Martin Jones, uh, right. the guy at the other end. But you're, it, it it is right though. Martin Jones allows eight and wins. <laughs> so he's. I said this in my podcast today, on the, on the chirp. He walks into that room, and he's like, "Boys, I've always told you, you get me nine, it's a guaranteed win." Right. That's what he tells the team. As a bit of a swagger and has have some fun with it, but I couldn't believe that he went the distance. I was thinking there was going to be double pulls in that, that Quick was going to come back in, but he probably looked at Todd and said, "I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't put me in that." I was the most disappointing part about that game was when it went to overtime. Yeah, because I knew we we couldn't get more than one more goal. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> but I was uh, Jeff Sharples, former National Hockey Leaguer. He and I uh, text back and forth all the time. He lives in Vegas. He uh, he and I were like McCormick was in there. We were all having a, a big night uh, watching this, and I told him Sharples, this thing's going twenty-one deep in a shootout. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, either the. Either the goalies won't be able to stop anything. Everybody will score in the shootout. Or the goalies are going to get like just red hot, and they won't allow a thing. But I couldn't. Like Martin Jones lets in eight and wins. Is that not like the most Martin Jones thing ever, though? Like like, to allow eight goals and then somehow get the win? I... I think that is like the summation of Martin Jones this year, right? Like he's, he's had stretches where he's been really, really good, but like... You give him enough run support, he'll find a way to help you out. And uh, I've never rooted for Martin Jones more than I did in that moment to be the guy to get the win. Like, you've allowed eight. You have been bad at times. If you can win this game allowing eight goals, good on you. My favorite thing is when there's a double pull and then the coach has to put the goalie he pulled back into the game. Like, I remember that happening in an Edmonton-Calgary game a couple years ago. I don't remember that. But it was like, okay, 
You told the guy, hey, you're not on tonight, but guess what? No. You're back in there. You know when I would have exercised the double pull? When Cal Peterson allowed that puck to just kind of float up into the air, back off of his back and in. That was like, fluky. No, no, no. That, that, that's, I, I that's didn't your, mind. No, no, no. That's your sign. It's not happening. <laughs> like, that is your sign. It is not going to be any better. Tell you what, I'd have gone back to Jonathan Quick. This will sound weird, but the seventh L.A. goal, the fact that I can remember the seventh L.A. goal was bad. Martin Jones is moving to the left, yeah. and he just... Flung his blocker and like, <laughs> but the the seventh, yeah, LA goal, no hat tricks <laughs> in the game, yep, uh, which was shocking. LA had the lead once, yep, they scored first, sixteen seconds in, first, <laughs> and then didn't lead. They played catch up yep. to an eight eight tie, yep, uh, which is uh, wild. And I, I can't wait. I have not seen Darren Elliott in person, <laughs> but I'm fairly certain Elliott, because he played in the 80s mm-hmm. for L.A. in the Edmonton uh, era, where it was wide open. I think he's had an 8-8 tie before. The the biggest lead... But that the, was okay. Yeah, but the biggest lead of the night was only two goals, mm-hmm. right? Like, that. that's the craziest thing to me, is that you just you had both teams back and forth. Cannot miss. Cannot miss. It was, it was awesome. Loved it. I think Elliot had an 8-8 tie against Edmonton. <laughs> and Grant Fear bought him a beer after. Oh yeah. They ended up at the same establishment. And Grant said, We earned our we earned our money tonight. Yeah, buddy. 8-8 <laughs> tie. Love it. That that's when you want a tie. Everybody! No, it was just a beer. It was just a beer. All right. Uh, Mitch Marner. How many times did he say shots there? That's a great. It'd be great if it was 16. Honestly, that's a great song. (laughs) I I love that one. I can Uh, see Darren in the club jamming out to Little John's shots. For sure. Uh, Arizona City Council in Tempe Mm -hmm. said, we like the rink idea. Good. 7-0 was the vote to approve the rink idea. Now it goes to a public vote. Mm Mm-hmm. The press release today made it sound like, ah, it's done. Yep. It's not done. No. We'll see what the public says in that referendum, whether they uh, will go along with it. It's a great idea. It is a great idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just don't know whether it happens or not. Uh, What else do I have going on here? Why? Why are you kind of on the fence on it actually happening? Because of the public? Yeah. Because you've got to get... Buy in there, yeah, and they say there's not money, but there there is money. There's money mm-hmm. that comes out, and it's uh, the the site is uh, a dump. <laughs> so yes. like, well, when yeah, I say it's a dump, like a, it's a when I say it's a dump, landfill. it's like it's a landfill. landfill. Yeah. That's uh, fitting. So they gotta they gotta clean that up. It's a project, <laughs> and then they gotta build it. Okay, so this thing, this referendum won't take place for six months, yeah. something like that. I'm trying to even and think then where you, there's a dump then you got to clean then you got to clean it up. Mm-hmm. So y- before you can even put a shovel in the ground, yep. you got to get rid of all the bad stuff. Sure. That takes a while. Yeah. That's why we're we're 4 years right before this uh So, so I I know I asked John Shannon this, but like what then? Like if it if it doesn't pass, what then? Well, we, we don't deal in hypotheticals, right? <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Other than the Bruins. Other uh, than the Bruins yeah. and, and my my. No, that was hypothetical. That was a quote. Go ahead and read that. That, that, read that, quote. that was a quote. Read the quote verbatim again. And make sure you change the date again. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't. It was September twenty first. Uh huh. Okay. Now. The penmanship. The penmanship. I admit. Yeah. Was not great. Come on. Car- Carnell Johnson. Okay. You guys. You guys know Golden Pipes, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're All right. Yep. Sends me a text. Sends me a text. I actually remember. Ryan saying that as well. Look at this. I'm not making this up. I, am I? Is that accurate, Colonel Johnson? It's uh, lots of lots of laughing yeah, emojis. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's funny. Signed, sealed, delivered. <laughs> Those are your one timers. For was this a Wednesday? For this Wednesday. <laughs> You're good with dates now. Is it uh, November still? Yes. Uh, November. No, no, no. Uh, Fox Sports. Wait, 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 wait. Vegas. What? We got another pair of tickets. All right. Are you thank on you. the air now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Only no, when I, you guys are in studio now. Just, I, just to make it crazy. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, okay. I'm on the air. Yeah, we, we got we got tickets. Two more tickets. Yes. 702-876-1340. 702-876-1340. People just stand by. Awesome. I love it. All our listeners. They have listeners. us on speed dial. Uh, caller number 13. Coming up. See the Vegas Golden Knights against the Boston Bruins at T-Mobile. Back with Catching Up with Chapman right after this. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Oh, Christopher. Hi, Darren. So, of course, with the World Cup going on, I'm still going to talk World Cup today. And sometimes the game can be very, very cruel. Uh, Mexico. Our friends to the South, their World Cup dream is over. And it ended in, in, in a bit of a cruel way because it, it, there was a point where they were down to goal differential being level. One goal either way would have determined who, who got through Mexico or Poland. And earlier in Poland's game, Leo Messi, widely considered one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time, missed a penalty. And had that gone in with relatively no time to go in the game mexico would have been through oh are you you're making this sound like there are some funny business no 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 i just it's it's just a cruel game because as it turned out saudi arabia ended up scoring a goal and, and it didn't matter anyway but the the next tiebreaker had they finished level on goal differential was flip up a coin yellow cards and oh. poland would have gone through because they had two less yellow cards than mexico but nonetheless it's a it's a cruel and, and Tunisia, congratulations. They get a huge, huge win today. It's all for naught. They don't advance, but they beat France, and that's a huge win yeah, for but them. France didn't care. No, no, but and very, very happy because I know we have a caller, Stephen, from Australia. He he goes to the Australia games. They advance today. They they defeat Denmark, who was one of the dark horses to win, and uh Australia. They now play Argentina, so I'm guessing uh, their World Cup That's done. won't last much longer, but still pretty cool to see Australia getting through. Uh, Canada plays their last game tomorrow. I don't know who they play, but I know it's tomorrow and it's their last game. They've already been eliminated. <laughs> I, I, I lost interest after they got crushed by Croatia. I'm like, yeah. I lost interest when you started talking. Yeah, well, soccer. I, I know that, but you, you, you didn't you. tell me you weren't what? behind. You weren't behind Canada. Well, I like the Canadian hopefuls we we got into a bad group i'm yeah, glad that we scored i'm glad that we scored because we'd never scored in the world cup before 
But uh, they play Morocco. Well, I'm sorry, having, you're, having to you're play, celebrating a goal. Yeah, it's well, the first. Hap- it's the first, first goal Canada has ever scored at the World Cup. Yes, oh, never scored that, before. That, is that important? It's kind of important. Yeah. Yeah. Did you if win? we were, if we would have scored more, <laughs> we scored Did a minute in the game, and we then we lost four one. Yeah. So you, I'm sorry, you're like celebrating that. a goal that you scored in a game you lost four to one. Well, we were happy that we scored because now we don't have to listen to. Oh boy. All the articles say we've never scored before. Yeah. The bar is very high. Yeah. Or low, Canadian depending soccer. on <laughs> depending on which side of it you're on. But yeah, that guy, the guy who scored for Canada, Alfonso Davies, I actually saw him play here at Cashman Field. He was with uh Who's the favorite to win this whole darn thing now? A lot of people are saying Argentina. They they seem to have Still gotten like. things right. Yeah. Brazil looks unbeatable. They haven't even allowed a shot on who, goal uh, yet. Who, I, I know you were talking about Argentina and I totally wasn't listening. Who, who's who's good Who's good on that side? Leo Messi. Oh, okay. Why he's never won, eh? No, not the World Cup. Yeah. No. In fact, he's never even scored a goal in the knockout stages. So, wow. Which is Who's massive. coming to the MLS? I've heard uh, at some point he might be. I heard he's coming sooner than Miami, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreement reached with PSG at the end of the season. Where now, if you're going to throw away. out some funny business like missing penalty kicks on purpose... You should know whether he's coming to the MLS. Well, I didn't say he missed on purpose. I don't you think t- he, I totally did. He he's missed two penalties. He's do you want me to play back the, first, the tape? Do you want me to play back the tape? This, yeah, yeah. This works. That's, I'll play it back. Yeah, I'm sure that. Uh, are you trying Gordon to pipes gold, gold, golden pipes and, and other people are going too? to yeah, uh, text? You're trying to text in now. You're trying to distract everybody from Ryan saying Boston. Could, was predicted to lose their original six yeah, status. No, that's that, that, exactly. That would, that would, you know what? I wish that could a happen. Thing that, that I said. Yeah. Like like Chicago, you're so terrible that you lose your original six status. Taves and I Kane could, playing on I the would, same line tonight. Yeah. I would say it about Chicago. <laughs> Wouldn't back down from that, but I uh, didn't say it about Boston. Uh, they would have lost that St. status comes in. before Kane and Taves got here. Yeah. Well, they because yeah. they were playing to like four thousand people in that rink. We've got uh, Pittsburgh Vegas tomorrow. 4 o'clock start, 3 o'clock pregame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Enjoy the game. We'll be back with you on Friday.